Disclaimer. The name of the subject in the story has been changed to protect her identity. This interview with the flood victim was conducted in October. The woman, who we are calling Dombezintle Zulu, is employed as a seasonal worker in government. She shared her experience of spending eight months in a community hall after the KZN floods, which took place in April 2022. In April of this year, 42-year-old Zulu was among the thousands of people made homeless by flooding. The storms devastated parts of KZN, leaving families destitute and even washing away infrastructure. According to the KZN provincial government, more than 4,000 people lost their homes in the floods, which caused an estimated 17 billion rand in damage. At the time of the floods, Zulu, a single parent, stayed with two of her children and her brother, who is disabled. Zulu says they have experienced floods before and they usually mop up and continue living in their homes. But this time, things took a turn for the worst after losing everything. We stayed in Mega Village. To living in our homes. In 2012, they happened, and in 2017, they also happened. In the 2019 floods, President Ramaphosa even came to check on us following the floods. He said himself that the area we live in at the time was not suitable for people to stay in. So when the 2022 floods came, more water came in. This time, things were different. These floods destroyed everything. Homes were destroyed. We were left with nothing. All I was left with was what I had on that day. Everything was gone. My home, clothes, furniture, the children's certificates, nothing was spared. I stayed with my two kids since the oldest is in university and my brother who is disabled who walks with crutches. My brother stays in a back room I have rented for him. He could not stay in the hall because of the condition he is in and him needing to be close to clinics. I saw that there were a lot of us in the hall and we slept on the floor. 
We visit him daily and go check on him. Even after school, the kids go check on their uncle. He stays alone because it's a one-bedroom house. There is no space for all of us. Zulu was relocated along with her kids into a community hall in the Durban suburb of Yellowwood Park. The conditions were worrying for her, especially raising a girl child in a community hall. There are men, women and children in the shelter. The men sleep on one side and we, as the women and children, occupy the middle section of We sleep on the floor. We wash and change in the bathrooms at the hall. We got mattresses when we arrived. Now they are worn out. We have to use blankets as mattresses. There are no stoves. We have to buy our own little gas stoves. And even then, they run out of gas and we have to make contributions as there are people who do not work. There are also no fridges. There are no showers. We wash in the sinks or in containers and buckets. In terms of safety, I can say it is not safe here. There is no security guards guarding the hall. The gates are always open. Our only hope are the private security companies who patrol this area since we are situated in the suburbs. I can say we are guarding ourselves. We are no longer staying peacefully together. You know what happens when you stay with people. I have kids who need to study. And it's not easy to tell people to be quiet as they make a lot of noise here. Especially on the weekends, you can't control people. And our kids are now exposed to things they should not be aware of. This worries me, especially having a girl child. She says in the beginning, they were getting donations of food and clothes. However, those have stopped and now they have been left to fend for themselves. After the floods, people came and gave donations of food. Maybe for a period of two weeks. They would bring us lunch and supper. They would also bring gas for us to be able to cook for ourselves. Once the donations ended, we did what we could to get food. We had to make a way. All of this has affected us. Even my kids, their marks have dropped. The KZN provincial government has been relocating flood victims from community halls to housing units before Christmas. In late November, the KZN Finance Department said 1.1 billion rand in flood relief from the National Treasury had been allocated. Social development received 48.5 million rand to support and protect flood victims in mass shelters. On November 17, 2022, KZN Premier Nomusa Dubengobe provided a comprehensive update on the provincial government's response and recovery process after the floods. During the briefing, Dubengobe outlined some of the provincial government's efforts to help those who were displaced. These include the Rental Assistance Scheme. 
She says they are working daily to ensure displaced victims are being moved as fast as possible. Emergency housing solution and the temporary residential units are being utilized as method of decanting um, those um, uh, mass care centers. The building material is also being given to people that prefer to be given the building material so as to then help with their own um, uh, housing. We have uh, also sought the agreement of the minister. Um, the MEC met uh, with the minister on by the end of September to get to the final uh, agreement um, and, and signing off for the rental assistance scheme, which is the scheme that we are using now um, to ensure that we, we move people as fast as possible. Um, we have identified that um, the immediate uh, emergency housing uh, of uh, displaced people, because we had 4,000 people that were displaced um, uh, uh, during the, the, the month of um, April and May, and um, a, a number of them uh, will indicate uh, did receive material as well as the material supply vouchers. We, we are daily closing uh, these centres, as I indicated before, and uh, we are moving to ensure that really on the daily basis, on the weekly basis, uh, we are covering as much ground as we can. While many of us are headed to holiday getaways or returning to our hometowns, Zulu and hundreds of others were facing the prospect of a bleak Christmas spent in a community hall. But that changed on December 14th for Zulu, when the Kezident government announced that it would be relocating families at her shelter. The move has left her and her family relieved. It was a student accommodation, but now it is vacant. Some have four bedrooms, others have six. Each unit has its own bathroom and toilet. From my perspective, it is safe and it's clean. It's a place that a human being can live in. If you have a family like me, you don't have to share with anybody. I only share with my kids. The flat we are in has four beds and I have three kids. It is enough for me and my kids. We share the kitchen area with the others. The kitchen has two four-plate stoves. The government says we'll be here for two years whilst we wait for them to build houses for us. I feel relieved. I will be able to spend Christmas with my kids here. My biggest worry was that it's Christmas time and I was not going to be able to spend it alone with my family in the shelter. Since moving here, I have the space that I need, and I have privacy. I have space to be with my kids. I'm able to just sleep in my own bed. For Times Life Podcasts, I'm Demi Bozo.